This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And we are back here. We've got some breaking news. We know that the decision to uh, push aside the French studies program was not a great idea for the PCs in Ontario. And right now it looked like there's a little bit of reaction here uh, that Caroline Mulrooney is now also going to be the Minister of Francophone Affairs and they're going to hire somebody a head of French language services. This is just breaking and Michael, I'll throw it over to you as we begin. There we go. If we had brought this up uh, just uh, 10 minutes ago, we could have said, are they steaming a little bit? Now we know. Well, yeah, and I guess, uh, I, I mean, credit where credit is due. This is obviously, I, I obviously didn't think that the, the original decision was was an inspired one, but clearly they're reacting and, and they're they're uh, responding, I guess. And, and you know, so we have to give them some credit for that, that they're actually turning this around. I wonder how much of, uh, you know, the conversation with Premier Legault may have had a, a, a an impact with Premier Ford. They obviously had a, a good conversation there. Uh, I mean, I think this is obviously the right thing. I mean, French language services uh, and, and French language in Ontario, it's an important thing. There's 600,000 francophones in the province of Ontario. Uh, I, you know, I, it may sound a little strange to say, I don't necessarily uh, disagree with the decision with regard to the not building a bricks and mortar university. Mm-hmm. I think the programming, as the Premier said himself, it's probably better spread through, you know, locally and through institutions that already exist, uh, as opposed to putting a building in one particular city in one particular spot. Having said that, I mean, as I say, you've got to give them some credit. They're, they're turning around and they're responding to a situation. And, and if it's backtracking or whatever it is, but they're, they're doing what I think they probably need to do on this it, one. It is quite, John, quite illuminating, isn't it? I mean, there's been a lot, may I say, of re- reactionary agility from this premier. Look at, I mean, it happened on the campaign trail, developing in the the uh, the green belt and whenever they seem to test the waters and they got a little hot they're walking back down the road I think that is good I, I think it's very good and I think that as far as reacting I think he's more listening and I think that he mm-hmm. sort of realized that you know a couple of caucus members in his uh, in his own uh, bench uh, expressed some concern and and others and I think what you know you understand that the premier and the government is facing huge amount of, of debt and, and issues uh, with respect to uh, the financial crises that they inherited from the previous government so they're they're looking at everything with with a really hawkish eye and and I think this is one where they looked at and, and I I'm with Michael as well. I wasn't a particularly big fan of the university. I think the fact that they've done that is not a bad thing necessarily because I think the money that they could save on that can go into other services to bolster up French languages within the schools that are already existing, the French schools that are there now. Um, but I also think that the move that they made with respect to putting Car- Minister Carolyn Mulrooney there is, is brilliant. I think she understands uh, and from Quebec and understands the uh, the culture and the language uh, better than no one else. And I think also uh, putting a French language commissioner in there is is smart as well. So all in all, a smart move. I think that they reacted based on what they were listening, what they were hearing, and they listened, and he made the change, which I think speaks well for the premier. Sherry, are you so complimentary here, uh, or is there a little lesson learned? Well, I'm complimentary um, about the the fact that they were under attack for yeah. their their insensitivity mm-hmm. around our francophone population and the and the wrong moves they made. Um, they were under attack not only from the opposition benches but also from their back benches. Mm-hmm. And when you see that happening, you know the government's got to do something. But it also speaks to problem with leadership. I mean, when the back bench is starting to speak out, not just on this issue. 
issue. Also on the trans resolution that happened at at the convention, Mm -hmm. again, you had a backbencher stand up and say, I'm not supportive of this, uh, with a a front bench silent. Um, There's a problem there. There's a problem at Queen's Park, and it's in leadership in the the PC party, no doubt. All right. I'm wondering, you know, sharing on to something, Michael, is there a little rethinking here? Uh, You know, whenever you watch the evening shows, they certainly in the United States, they're using this phrase over their skis. It drives me crazy. (laughs) But, you know, is this a premier who is getting the message that sometimes he goes over his skis? And let me ask you, was there a little dialogue between Andrew Scheer and the premier? We all know. I mean, we're, we're waiting for the election campaign. It's coming up fast and furious. And there is a pathway to being the next prime minister. And you cannot discount French and also the uh, the province of of Quebec. I think there's a little bit of all of that in there. Um, I think the visit by the Premier of Quebec, where they actually, you know, talk um, privately, I think that may have had a lot of impact here. I, I could, you know, it seems to that the Premier, uh, Premier Ford, um, you know, would probably listen to what he had to say. And, you know, then, so I, as I say, credit where credit is due, they walked it back. But all governments mm-hmm. have this kind of stuff where there's people that are, uh, you know, you have sort of uh, pushback from the caucus and all this kind of thing on decisions. Some decisions you can walk back, some you can't. You know, there's nothing worse for me than a stubborn government. Is that, can we return to that? Is that one of the takeaways here? Or are they, are they got a few little dents here of moving a little too far, too fast? Well, I always consider stubborn governments to be principled governments. You know, the governments mm-hmm. that have a sort of a compass uh, on policy and where they want to go in a direction they want to take. And, you know, I was a staffer back in 1995 when Mike Harris was the Premier of Ontario mm-hmm. and he had the Common Sense Revolution, which of course is well, widely known in Ontario. But, you know, some people would call him stubborn, others would call him principled and focused. And I would be of the in the camp of calling the Premier the former Premier. So is premier, this unfocused then? So, no, but not so much unfocused. I mm-hmm. think I think that the Premier, premier Ford certainly has a direction and has issues, but he also has a, a bandwidth to be able to say, you know what, this is this is something that I can go back on or I can change because it's an issue for me. And obviously, we we thought about it and it gave some reaction. And I want to be able to come fix it, fix it up. So it's it's one of those where, you know. But on the city of Toronto, Arlene, that was an example mm-hmm. of of he got a lot of protests and a lot of uh, angst from from people, and he didn't budge, and he didn't budge on that. No. So there was certain policies where he's just set on care, carrying forward, and others that he's prepared to change. All right, uh, Sharon, let me ask you: Is this a sign for those who are getting a lot of pushback, as you say, that they can um, they can make a difference here with this government? Well, it is a, it's a sign that resistance works. And I think mm-hmm. there will be a lot of resistance over the next four years against uh, this government. Um, and uh, we've seen uh, it affecting, and, and by the way, to have backbenchers, not even a year into your first man- mandate, speak out against their own government, that is highly unusual. So kudos to them. Yeah, um, it takes bravery, real bravery to do that. All right. I'd like to thank you, and you have a great weekend. Wonderful yeah. to see you all again. Michael Giles served in government 30 years at the federal provincial municipal levels, Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNova, Minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice and the Arts, and a former MPP for Parkdale High Park. We hope you're feeling better. I hope those magic lozenges help you. The voice of Sherry passed. Ah, <laughs> John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner, National Practice Lead, Public Affairs, Fleischman, Hillard's Toronto Office, and 22 years grassroots political experience all three levels of government. Three heavy hitters. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.